0: I'm not supposed to be here. I was told I would die before my 28th birthday, yet I am 50 years old. I'm a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and I have an amazing life despite living with two terminal illnesses. It's time for me to share my story before I can't. So here it goes. I'm Kelly Wilson, and this is my life in pieces. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the final Mother's Day podcast. I want to begin by saying how grateful I am to have had the platform to have these incredible women share their experiences and their stories regarding motherhood. First, I want to talk about Madison. She was a surrogate at a young age and What a selfless act and it was very interesting to hear more about surrogacy which I really knew nothing about as I think a lot of us don't and she's just a remarkable person. Second I talked to Chelsea who owns a health food store and she has a toddler and is pregnant for her second child uh, she has had two miscarriages um, as well, and she is just a gem. She's so kind, and her approach on, you know, her toddler and how she raises her is just spectacular. Terry was my third guest, and she has two teenagers and had a toddler, has a toddler. But had a baby at forty-one. She also has a business that is very demanding, and she just juggles everything. And she amazes me all of the time to have, you know, a toddler now and a home-based business that she's just extremely busy and uh, keeps motivated. Melissa was my fourth guest. And she has been struggling to try to get pregnant and listening to her opinion about infertility and how she approaches that with health and and trying to um, just make her body as healthy as she can. And I wish her all the best and and hope that um, things go the way that her and her partner want, and soon they will be able to start their family. Jessie, she's a force to be reckoned with. She's a real estate agent in the city and runs a spectacular business. And she was gifted with a huge surprise her son, Asher, and it changed her life. Um, in an unexpected way, and she just fell into that role and, and really focuses on making time for her family, regardless of how busy she is. My last guest was Nicole, who owns Simply for Life with her husband, and it took her a while to get pregnant, but she is due very soon. And we talked a lot with Nicole about body image and how pregnancy was just not as glorious as she thought it was going to be. And she is very inspirational and uh, I wish her all the best and can't wait to meet her little girl. So how I want to wrap up this uh, Mother's Day uh, month of these spectacular women is I was asked a few questions and I will answer those questions. Of course, it is my opinion and, and, you know, what I think. So the first question is how do you know when you're ready to begin your family? And that's such a broad question because sometimes it's unexpected. And you know, I know people in my world that have had babies when they were 16 and and they're still married and they're, you know, now they have an older children and you know, that's one uh way I guess is an unexpected surprise. And I think it happens for everybody so differently. Some people um, just never find themselves in a situation that they feel comfortable in doing that. And if we all waited until all our ducks were in a row and we had enough of this and enough of this, uh, I don't know that anybody would ever have children. So I think it comes to us in all um always and i think regardless of what time or when you feel it's right to have a child it's just a blessing and a gift question number 2 what would you say to women struggling to conceive well i've struggled with my with that myself and it's heartbreaking every month you go get a pregnancy test and it's negative and month after month and and it's just it can be very depressing and debilitating for some people when you want to have a child so bad and it's a letdown so what i would say is try not to focus on solely that Um, because I think sometimes when we just step back from it just a little bit, you know, we hear the stories of how, when you do that, oh, I went on a trip and kind of forgot about it and got pregnant. And, and so I think that we just have to be kind to ourselves and try not to focus on it so much. Question number three. How do you maintain who you are after becoming a mother? Well, we always put our children first or should put our children first. But in order to do that, you still have to be healthy and happy and look after yourself. And I think that balance, um you know, creates happier children. So I think you still can be that person that you were prior to. And you can still be a, a you know, great business person and a and a motivated, you know, um, person in whatever way you were before you had that child. But it's just a little bit different. And I think you have to keep your identity and you have to, only, uh, not only focus on your children, but focus on yourself uh, to give yourself that that balance. Question four. As a mother, you want to protect your child from absolutely everything. But at some point, they will get hurt physically and emotionally. How do you cope as a mother watching your child go through pain, whether that includes a hospital visit, a broken heart, or any other battles that they may Um, incur? Well, I think mothers are ferocious and I think strength in those situations uh, comes from places we didn't even know that we had. And it's like you go into this mom mode and you're if you have to put on a smile, you put on a smile or you sit beside a hospital bed or you do research or you do whatever you can to to help change the situation. And sometimes you just can't, but to be there and to um, know that they have your support no matter what. And I just think mothers have the ability to show such a deep love that it can change things for our children in a positive way because they know that you're always going to be there. It's very hard. It's, it's one of the hardest things in life, watching one of your children suffer in any way, shape, or form. And I don't know how we get through it, but we do because mothers are strong and resilient. Question five. What is one piece of advice you would give to mothers who have lost a child? This is a tough one because I think it is the absolute worst thing that you can experience. And it leaves a hole that. Never grows over. And I think you go through life and you still, you know, go through the motions until it's time for, you know, you to heal. But to feel a child in any capacity as soon as you hear that you're pregnant until the day you die, you are a mother to that child and the loss can be excruciating. But I think you need to lean on the people that you trust and the people that you can count on and do whatever it is that can help you through and help to heal that. It's never going to go away, but you can begin to heal. As hard as that that may be, it can be done. So, question 6. What would you say to mothers as a whole, no matter what stage they're in? Well, I think motherhood is the best job in the world. I think to grow a human being or to bring a child into your home and to be mommy, I just think that that's the best title ever. And no matter if you have a child that's two or 62, they're still your baby. And I have been fortunate enough to speak to these remarkable, remarkable women. And it's been a really fun month for me. And I have learned a lot. And I also have been inspired by every one of them. I would like to thank all of the wonderful women that I've had the privilege of speaking with this month. There's been a lot of laughter and a lot of tears and ultimately a lot of learning. And I feel that I have been inspired by each and every one of the women that I've spoke to. So I want to thank my followers for coming on this ride with me And I hope that you have all taken something away from this. And um, I appreciate your time.